channel. Welcome to Boulder, Colorado on the Front Range. It's kind of a nice uh, break in the winter weather we're having. Um, what's different about the Front Range is our winter really doesn't start till about February, <laughs> January, February. Uh, Seems like uh, October's our first snow and it gets cold through November. It gets warm and you know, but the winter really doesn't hit until January. January, February, March are pretty fierce months. Uh, April also is a pretty rough month here in Colorado. It's not like any other place I've ever lived. And, uh, but we're here and today we're enjoying the weather. Can't get mad at the weather because the weather is the weather. We're not in control of the weather. People are trying to control it. It's kind of like trying to control God. Sometimes the weather gives them the illusion that you're controlling me. That's what the weather may say. But then the weather says, see, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> That's kind of the weather. That's the same as God. And uh, probably the same as Satan, too. And uh, So let's pray. So Lord, I thank you this Sunday we can come out here on December 17th, 2023, only two more weeks of this year. I thank you, Lord, that we've been able to preach all year long and that we're in our fifth year of preaching. I'm excited, Lord, that you've given us the strength, the stamina, the vigilance, the due diligence to continue pushing forward and know what to study, know what to preach, know what to minister, and know how to build according to the Word of God by the power of the Holy Ghost. Father, we give you all the glory for what you're doing, even today, Lord, as we attempt to lift the banner in this wind and uh, on this video sermon, this street sermon here on the video and the podcast that it'll go up onto also and the Sunday prayer letter that went out in email. I mean, I just thank you, Lord, that you're blessing us in so many different ways and you're helping others who are partaking of this ministry that they too can feed off this ministry, take some of the food, and to deliver it to wherever they are that the Lord has them. I thank you, Lord, that you've made this a storehouse that we can give out and give out and give out and give out and continuously give out and never run dry. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen. All right, praise the Lord. So I'm going to get right into the scriptures. This is uh, the last two weeks of this year. Uh, we're going to actually go through the book of Acts, all 28 chapters. We're going to do two chapters a day, Acts uh, chapter 1 and Acts chapter 2. And then tomorrow will be 3 and 4 and then go on down. If you get the Sunday prayer letter, you'll see there how I've broken it on down uh, each day of the week. And interesting in the letter that I didn't put an observation or a summary of the two chapters. What I did is I put the possible title of each day's sermon, which I thought was interesting because how are you going to write a, uh, three sentences of a summary of two whole chapters of the Bible? <laughs> I don't know. It's like that. So I asked the Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? He said, just write your title, then I'll show you the title. And so uh, the title for today comes out of Acts chapter 1, verse 1. Jesus began both to do and teach. That's our title for our sermon today, the summary of the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1 and chapter 2. Jesus began both to do and teach. That's our title. And when I mention the title, the reason I say the title the way I do and the way I write it the way I do is you can take that as a seed and sow that. And how would you sow that? You would take that verse, so take those few words there, because I didn't make up the words. They're strictly verbatim out of the Word of God. Occasionally, I'll kind of change it a little bit, but that's very, very, very rare. And, uh, but the, you know, it's really rare. 
Also, be, uh, be alert to the audio. It is very windy. I'm trying to stand by this little tiny uh, shrivel of a tree. The wind is very vicious. It was uh, 40, 50 mile an hour last night, and it's been up to 25 or 30 this morning, and uh, it's supposed to quiet down, but it's not yet, and it comes from all directions, so there's no way I can face to keep it out of the microphone, and when you put the microphone towards the wind, that's what causes the audio distortion so badly. But there's a wind sock on the microphone, and I'm standing pretty close to the mic, trying to, so it'll pick up my voice as best as possible. All right. So you can another way to sow the seed is to meditate on that. And you can meditate. Jesus began both to do and teach. Jesus began both. Not one thing, but both both things. He did two things. What did he do? He did something to do and number two, teach. Jesus did that. So you can kind of break that down and kind of go over and over and over, break it apart and put it back together, you know, rightly dividing the word of God. And you can sow that as a seed. It's really interesting. So if you sow that uh, successfully, uh, every time you see those words, you're going to th think about, I mean, this is just an idea, possibly think on the first two chapters of the book of Acts. When you see the words, Jesus began both to do and teach. Oh, that's chapters 1 and 2. That's, you know, I mean, just an idea, all right? And uh, that's what we did in our Sunday prayer earlier. I sent it out Saturday night rather than Sunday morning. I'm going to see if I can do that on Saturday nights. I sent it out at 7 o'clock Saturday night. I'd finish it about 5.30, quarter to 6. Uh, got about five hours into the Sunday prayer letter. A lot of people think, well, I just sat down and write it, and 10 minutes later, I send it off. No, I spent five hours, four to six hours on the Sunday prayer. That's why last Saturday, last weekend, I was so exhausted that I couldn't do it. And uh, I'm still, still battling with that, but uh, we'll see how that goes. All right, let's jump into the, the book of Acts, of the, the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 1. And I'm just going to read down through here. And my hope is to read, read it here on the channel. The former treatise, Have I made, O Theopolis, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which we, he was taken up. After that, he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, having seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, Ye have heard of me, for John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. When he had spoken these things while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. When they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, 
which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. Then returned they unto Jerusalem, which the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. When they were come in, they went up in an upper room, where abode both Peter and James and John, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, the son of Zelotius, and Judas, the brother of James. These all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, with his brethren. And in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, the number of names together were about 120. Men and brethren, these scriptures must needs be have been fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spoke before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. Now this man purchased a field with reward of iniquity and falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst of all his bowels gushed out. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem insomuch as that field is... Sorry about that. <clears throat> Standing close to the camera and I hit it. <laughs> I'm trying to protect it. You guys still here? Are we still here? Are we... <laughs> Sorry. I'm outside, man. I didn't. I don't practice this. I'm just, just going with the, going with the wind. <laughs> all right, verse ten. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, insomuch as that field is called in the proper tongue, Alkadama, that is to say, the field of blood, for it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, for his bishop prick, let another take. Wherefore of these men, which have companied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from the baptism of John, unto that same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be a witness with us of his resurrection. And they appointed two, Joseph, called Barsabbas, who was surnamed Justice, and Matthias, Matthias. And they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether of these two thou hast chosen that he may take part of this ministry and apostleship, from which Judas by discretion fell, that he might go to his own place. And they gave forth their lots, and the lot fell both, no, the, and the lot fell upon Matthias. And he was numbered with the eleven apostles. Chapter 2. When the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak 
with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. And there were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men out of every nation under heaven. And now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded, because that every man heard them speak in his own language. And they were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? And how hear we every man in our own tongue, wherein we were born, Parthians and Medes and Iliamites and the dwellers of Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia and Pontus and Asia, Pergia and Pamphylia and Egypt, and in the parts of Libya from Cyrene and strangers of Rome, Jews, proselytes, Cretes, and Arabians, we do hear them speak in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. They were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others mocking said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lift up his voice and said unto them, Ye men of Judea, and all ye that dwell out of Jerusalem, be this known unto you, and hearken to my words. For these are not drunken, as ye suppose, seeing it is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it, was come, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my Spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams, and on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my Spirit, they shall prophesy, and I will show wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before that great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man approved of God among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Him, being delivered by the determinate counsel and foreknowledge of God, ye have taken, and by wicked hands have crucified and slain, whom God hath raised up, having loosed the pains of death, because it was not possible that he should be holding of it. For David speaketh concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my Lord face, for he is on my right hand, that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice, and my tongue was glad. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thine Holy One to see corruption. Thou hast made known to me the ways of life. Thou shalt make the full of my joy with thy countenance. Men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, 
that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne. He, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. This Jesus hath God raised up, whereof we are all witnesses. Therefore, being a, by the right hand of God, exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he has shed forth this, which ye have now seen and hear. For David is not ascended into the heavens, but he saith himself, The Lord said unto my Lord, Sit thou on my right hand, till I make thy foes thy footstool. Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God hath made that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their heart, and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said unto them, Repent, and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you, and to your children, and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine, and fellowship, and breaking of bread, and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together, and had all things common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, as every man had need. And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Thank you, Lord, for the reading of your word. Lord, I thank you that you are setting people free. I thank you, Lord, that the reading of your word, that your word never returns void. It produces fruit, everlasting fruit, Lord, everlasting fruit, fruit that never rots, fruit that never falls to the ground and never produces. I thank you, Lord, that as we scatter the seed of your word, many people can hear it, many people can see it, many people can understand it, but we also know that many will not believe it and they will turn aside from the word of God. And I thank you, Lord, that you're opening eyes to hear, see, opening ears to hear, and opening hearts to understand the word of truth, so they too may come to the knowledge of salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ and the shed blood that he did so long ago on his cross on Golgotha. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you raised Jesus from the dead and showed the way of resurrection through Christ. We can have resurrection through Christ be justified by the Holy Ghost, be sanctified by the Holy Ghost, and we can live justified by faith, for the just shall live by faith. 
Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen and amen. The title of our message today is Jesus, both to do and teach. These are the words of Jesus, the Word of God, the Word of God. If you go over to Revelation chapter, uh, I think it's chapter 9 or is it 13? <clears throat> I'll have to look for it. I haven't mentioned it in a long time. Revelation. Uh, let's see, is it this one? Uh, maybe it's 13.9. Uh, maybe it's 13.9. <clears throat> Hallelujah, Lord. 13, is it verse 9? I'm not sure of that. Nope, that's not it either. Well, let's go back to 9. Maybe it's in there and I just didn't see it. Yep, I don't know where it is. But anyways, it's in Revelation 19, 13. That's what it is. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was really funny because I said, well, I gave up, and all of a sudden I heard a shout within me. It's 1913. <laughs> 1913. Okay, okay. I got it. I got it this time. <laughs> I praise God that we don't work by ourselves. I tell you, we are ministers of the Lord Jesus Christ, and Jesus is not dead. Jesus is alive. All right. It says here in verse 13. Uh, 1913. Uh, 1913. Uh, boy, my did I not hear it right? <clears throat> now I'm gonna find it. Period. Oh, I'm not even a revelation. <laughs> you got to be in the right book. <laughs> wow. I'm thinking about what I read. That was pretty spectacular. I really enjoyed it. I didn't know. I knew that's what the Holy Ghost wanted me to do, but I didn't know how I was going to be able to do it. But uh, yeah, 1913. That's, uh, let's uh, go down through here, boy. All right, that's down 13. And he was clothed. This is Jesus Christ. And Jesus was clothed with a vesture. Vesture. Very important word right there. Only in the King James will you see the word vesture this way. Uh, there's a whole teaching on the word vesture, V-E-S-T-U-R-E. Dipped in blood, and his name is called. What is his name called? Is it some Hebrew name? Is it some Jewish name? Is it some Spanish name? Is it some Russian Chinese name? Is it some American name? Gabriel said his name shall be called Jesus, for he shall save his people. That's the, that's the Son of Man, the Word of God made flesh, that flesh was called Jesus. Anyways, look at this. And his name is called the Word of God. The Word of God, uppercase, the Word of God. That's who Jesus is. Jesus is the Word of God. Want to go to uh, uh, 1 John 5, 1 John 5, verse 7. <clears throat> it says here, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, the Word of God, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. The Word. If you want to go to John chapter 1, the Word, the Word, Word. What did we just read? We read the Word, the Word. 
Very important to understand what you're reading. If you're not reading in the King James Bible, you're reading not the Word of God, you're reading the Word of man. If you're not in the King James Bible, if you're reading the English Standard Version, you're in the Book of Man and not the Book of God. You're not in the Word of God. I don't care. doesn't mean you can't get saved because God saves people from all kinds, all kinds of ways. Just let tell you how it is, man. Tell you how it is. A lot of denominations have thrown out the King James Bible. Oh, that's an archaic Bible. It's the most corrupt, most vile book in the world. We're going to go with the English Standard Version. The Catholic approved, or they don't say that, but that's what it is. And they begin teaching lies. Where are we going to be in a hundred years from now? The Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same, the Word was in the beginning with God. All things were made by the Word, and without the Word was not anything made that was made. In the Word was life, and the life was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. The Word, that's Jesus Christ. That's Jesus Christ. Let's go back to Acts chapter 1 real briefly. Acts chapter 1, and we'll finish up. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 1. <clears throat> it's going to be a great day. Acts chapter 1. The former treatise, Have I made, O Theopolis, of all, all, A-L, all, this is Luke speaking, of all that Jesus, right, Jesus, for he shall be, his, for he shall be called, his name shall be called Jesus, capital J, capital E, capital S, capital U, capital S. God capitalized and uppercased those J-E-S-U-S, five letters. Very important. When you begin changing the name of Jesus to what you think it should say, you are not listening to God anymore. You're, not, you're either listening to man, listening to something going on, listening to a devil. You're not listening to the Word of God. That's Jesus. And he gave us the Word of God, the lowercase, the Word of God, the written Word of God, the manna that we feed upon. You're feeding on corrupt Bibles, corrupt text. You're eating poison, and that poison will kill you one day, no doubt about it. It is killing churches all over the world. But people can't put the two things together yet. They can't understand why are churches dying? Why are so much corruption in the body of Christ? Why is the body of Christ suffering and sick? When Jesus said, by his stripes, we're healed. But why are people dying? Because they have taken into their body poison from the devil. That poison is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But Jesus is going to resurrect his body in the last day. Anyways, it says here, Jesus began both to began both two things to do and teach and that's what i do in our true study class that's what i do on the street trying to get people to do both things to learn to study and then to go out and preach and minister to learn and then to go do learn and go do those two things go together but the fast body of christ does one thing not the two things and the one thing they do is the easy thing and that is to study 
because that way there, you don't have to talk to anybody. You don't have to witness. You don't need the Holy Ghost. You don't need anything. You just need a book. It doesn't matter what book because you're not going to talk to anybody anyways. How sad. How sad. I thank God this is the acts, action of the apostles. Action. This is them building the body of Christ. What are you doing in the body of Christ? You're just sucking your thumb, sucking on the nipple of the bottle of milk that you're feeding on? I ain't kidding you, man. I'm pretty hard on this because I see most Christians do nothing. Now, today is Sunday. A lot of Christians are sitting in churches, doing nothing but sitting. Yeah. But there's a handful in church that are working. They're doing, they're running the video camera, they're running the crew, they're on, on the stage, they're praying for people, they're ushers, they're greeters, they're working. There's the janitors that prepared the building today. There's building maintenance guys. There's a lot of people working, but the vast majority do nothing. That's who I'm talking to, not to those who are already doing something, because there's a lot of people in my life who are working in the ministry. But at the same token, the same, there's a vast number, multitude, that are doing nothing. Because you're doing nothing, you're not laying any treasure up in heaven. You're sitting and doing nothing does not lay treasure up in heaven. It comes from action. The acts of the ministers, the acts of the disciples, the action of the ministers of Jesus Christ, and we're all in the ministry of reconciliation. Jesus came, he went, and he sent the Holy Ghost to give us the power to do what? To sit and do nothing? No. To sit? No. To do nothing? No. The Holy Ghost came to give us power to witness, to testify of the wonderful works of God. Amen, right? Let's pray. Lord, I thank you that I'm out here demonstrating I'm action, I'm playing action to the Word of God. I brought the Word of God to the World Wide Web via this video, and I'm bringing the Word of God to the street corners of Boulder, Colorado, in the United States of America, planet Earth. Along with many other multitudes of preachers who are preaching even today. I thank you, Lord, that you've called so many. And many of us have heeded to the call and have said, yes, Lord, send me. And I thank you, Lord, that you sent me. And I said yes to the calling of God on my life, and I've been serving you all these days. And I thank you, Lord, you've taken me through so many valleys of the shadows of death, and so many mountaintops, and so many wonderful vistas, and so much darkness, but at the same time, so much light. I've lived all kinds of areas, Lord. I can relate to Paul. I can relate to Paul so clearly. I can relate to his struggle and his victory. And I can relate to him, Paul in the latter season of his life, and I can relate to my life and what you've done with my life. I feel so privileged, Lord, that I can live for you every moment of every day, of every week, of every month, of every year for the rest of this season of my life. I thank you, Lord, that you're using me as an example for everyone around me. I love you, Lord. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And I thank you, Lord. Touch the people, Lord. And if they need healing in their body, pray, Lord. I pray, Lord, that they be healed now. Be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You need a devil cast out? Lord, I cast that devil out in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray the blood of Jesus Christ where that devil was. And I speak the word of God into that spot. And uh, Lord, I pray that believers will come around them and speak the word of God into their life.
Thank you, Lord. Lord, give them eyes to see what they need to see. Lord, give them ears to hear what they need to hear. Give them a heart to understand what they're seeing and what they're hearing. I thank you, Holy Ghost, for, for what you're doing in their lives and ask you, Jesus, to baptize every single one of these people with the Holy Ghost. Let them be able to pray in their unknown tongue. Let them pray in tongues, Lord. Let them worship you and speak of the mighty and wonderful works of God. There you go, just pray. Give God the glory. Give God the glory. Let your tongue loose. Let your spirit loose. Invite the Holy Ghost fully and completely into your life. Let the Holy Ghost take control of your life now and forever. There you go, just keep taking. Just keep receiving. Just keep receiving. In your name, Jesus. As I'm ending this video, there's a message here. Just stay in the spirit of the Lord. Don't go click to another video just because if something else pops up on the screen. Just ignore that. Maybe turn the turn the video off or turn the machine off or your phone off or something. And just kind of sit for a few minutes with the Lord, talking to Him, letting Him show you his, your life and what He wants to clean up in your life and invite Him to clean your life up. Amen? That's it. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye.